Welcome to Blunt Force Healing, episode 214, which means, as usual, that it's a day 214 as well since I started the blog and the podcast. I welcome you, regardless if you're a listener that is returning here or you are completely a new person, I welcome you all and I'm happy to have you here and today's post uh, I think it should be slightly shorter than usual but I wanted to write today about two things. First is a small update to my satellite habits and it's not a big thing, but it's a significant milestone regardless. As some of you might know, be it you read my blog or you listen to the podcast, I mentioned before that some time ago I started a very similar, using very similar app to Duolingo, but focused on teaching people how to code or to understand the code, uh, be it web development or Python code or really any coding or programming language. Uh, well, not any because they are still growing as an app, but they already have a web development kind of uh, introduction course that uh, gives you a basics of HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and uh, a little bit of Git. Uh, I won't be boring you with details because I suspect that most of people listening to that podcast are not interested and um, tech savvy from the perspective of coding, maybe, or development. So. Uh, the, the the basic uh, thing that you just need to know is if you ever wanted to start coding, that app is definitely a gamified approach to learning basics and might hook you in. So you might actually start liking it or get interested in, in learning to code. And they have Python and MySQL for databases. So pretty foundational... I would say chunks of technology and as far as I know they are planning to add way way more and it's also free to use like Duolingo it's pretty much the same concept you have five hearts that are refreshing every couple of hours I think if you make mistakes in a free tier obviously if you make five mistakes and you lose the, those hearts, you need to wait until they fill up again. In the premium of well, premium version of um, the subscription, you obviously have unlimited hearts, so you can train as much as you want, and you have additional perks within the app. But yeah, I'm on a free tier, and it it is sufficient enough. Uh, why I mentioned that app is because when you start it, they encourage you to keep going and 
keep the streak of regular daily training within the app. So making at least one lesson per day, very much the same like Duolingo and they keep record of your streak. And there is a little challenge behind it where they encourage you to keep up for at least 100 days straight of learning to code. They call it, there's a hashtag 100 days of code and you can share it with people when you, as, as long, alongside your kind of, you know, uh, streak going up and up every day. It allows you to share it on social media and hashtag that 100 days of code. So I kept it going and today marks exactly 100 days of using Mimo and without any breaking of that streak. So I completed the 100 days of code challenge, which wasn't a big challenge. The only thing I needed to do is to remember to do the lesson and just do it every day. So it might sound like not a big deal, but as some of you know why this blog and podcast got created is I had huge troubles with keeping up with routines and habits in the past, especially the good ones and with the structured approach to daily routine. And the blog, the podcast, both of them are my core routine since September 19, which I keep doing every day without excuses. So far, I managed and having that satellite habits, as I call them, which are Duolingo Spanish lessons, Duolingo math and Mimo coding lessons allows me to kind of feel that sense of daily routine, which is kind of core of me doing things every day even though I might not exercise every day or my like the physical exercise or slip up on something else. I always maintain those, I would say two core things, which is blog and podcast and three others, which are those apps and lessons. That was the first thing. So hundred days done and I am not stopping. I keep going until I finish whatever Mimo has to offer because I like technology. I might not be the most technical person out there. Uh, definitely not most technical person out there. Uh, I lost a lot of technical skills due to shifting towards uh, more of the management and strategic roles. So it's nice to refresh some of the knowledge that I used to have in those languages, albeit they changed so it's not the same but also learning new stuff and getting my head around those topic a little bit deeper the second thing which is in the title is um the deep drop why the deep drop on march 21st 
which is almost or exactly a month ago, I started growing a YouTube channel. Those of you who return to the podcast or blog know about it. This is more for the newcomers to understand today's topic. So I started growing a channel from zero. And I keep saying that it's not too late to join me on that. I am sharing little bits and pieces and lessons learned along the way. So if I ever succeed properly and build a nice, well, I know that I will succeed to some extent, but whatever it will be in the future, I don't want to share my knowledge after I achieve something because we have plenty of gurus of that type. I want people to join me on that journey and fall in love with the process and grow with me or even overgrow me if they do it right. So to be and become gurus at some stage together rather than me going through some process and then trying to convince you that I know where you are uh, when you start from zero or from scratch. And I've been in that place. Of course I've been, but I said that in the previous episode that some gurus or experts or coaches that are many years ahead of you in the process, even though they state that they know where you are and they try to convince you that, and they try to convince themselves that they completely understand where you're coming from or what struggles you're going through. That's pretty much impossible. They are too distant from that state where you're in and I'd like to build something with people rather than build it myself and then try to teach people how I've built it while I probably don't remember half of it and think that I remember correctly, but I don't very likely. So this is my approach yeah, and I'll be sharing a lot of things around YouTube growth and social media growth here as well, as I learned them. And today is the day because it marks 30 days of my strategy of growing YouTube channel from zero followers without any particular, you know, um, again, I used the, the word satellite resources that would be driving traffic to that channel. I only focus on the channel on the YouTube and YouTube. YouTube is the only means basically that has to help me grow and help me to understand how it operates. And as a means of growth, I use the YouTube shorts because that recent addition to YouTube disrupted a lot of other platforms like TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, which had reels for a while already. And YouTube shorts are nothing 
different from Reels, especially that YouTube Shorts, if you create them from the phone app, you have pretty much the same abilities and features, including the original music, licensed music and trending music. It's obviously not as matured as TikTok or maybe even Instagram, but it's there and it gives you a lot of flexibility on how you can grow your channel because shorts are displayed randomly to different people. You don't need to focus on, uh, you know, tailoring and polishing your thumbnails because there is no thumbnails. The thumbnail of a short is basically a frame of a short and people don't browse through the frames and click on the shorts to watch it. Short is just appearing in their feed and they just swipe up and down to to watch more and they pretty much never see that front thumbnail or frame. So it's more about what people do with those shorts because YouTube is pushing shorts based on how the algorithm works to different groups of people and whether they watch it whole or a part of it, whether they swipe it or like it or comment on it. This really matters for YouTube algorithm and depending on social and psychological behavior of those viewers, it will either push more of your shorts towards the audience or it will retract it and basically bury you in endless cemetery of <laughs> YouTubers that never made it. But not to discourage you, shorts are the way to go at the moment. But why I wrote the deep drop is because in the last two days, I have seen a massive drop in viewership. And it wouldn't be anything special because the drops in viewership or basically underperforming reels uh, in on, on other plat platforms are a normal thing. But for 28 days, my videos were always getting views. Of course, there were single, but really single videos or shorts that were not taking off beyond one or two or zero views. But if you consider that I posted on average three shorts per day, two of three usually took off and they gathered at least two, 300 views and more. So seeing sudden drop to out of, let's say six or nine videos, only one or two got single view or two views and the rest were zero. Kind of worried me, although I think that there are many factors that can uh, account for that. And I'm still digging into the root cause. 
and I still post videos regardless. So I wrote I wrote my my post my blog post uh, already and you can see my analysis there or read my analysis there a couple of assumptions based on the data that I have and on what I can control and what I cannot I don't think it's bad it's just a quiet moment and also looking at the that small sample of time that I already grew my account through it also aligns with I would say midweek drop in traffic although it was never zero it tends to drop it might be associated with specific audience region that youtube is by default pushing my shorts to and something happening in that area or in that social environment or this time of year i don't know because i can't figure out what but i'm definitely missing a lot of data that i could analyze and and think about causes for that well the simple explanation might be that those shorts were not interesting and that would be the easiest one but that still doesn't explain so many shorts not performing even poorly they are not performing at all and that's not normal and i didn't change anything drastically that i could think of while i was diving deeper i thought about small adjustment that i do anyway with you know day-to-day growth so one change was definitely that i posted two of the videos that i posted were slightly different it was the same strategy so my strategy for growth uh, of that youtube channel is to because i like a lot of different quotes or sayings i decided to create very short videos with original content that i filmed here in Donegal or wherever I go and written quotes from famous people, famous philosophers and Stoics and celebrities, whoever authors, whoever I think that quote is worthy and fits the picture I would use. So it, it really seem to be um, sticking with people and they they seem to like it but those two videos that i did in the last two days were actually i changed the quotes to facts so I stated two facts about brain and its abilities. So I slightly changed the strategy is the same. It's still original content and some writing happening there or displayed with some music in the background. But this time they were not particular quotes, but they were facts. And 
I don't think it's the reason of underperforming because uh, I think that people like facts, so it should rather go the other way around than underperform. But hey, maybe the audience that YouTube pushed that towards was not the right one. But then I should see at least some views. So YouTube is not pushing my videos to anyone, it seems. That's one. And the second thing is that in some videos I used only original sound. So whatever the birds singing or whatever the environment or ambience of the of the video was there, I used it without adding original or licensed music. But again, I doubt it's the reason because as far as I know, most of the platforms treat original content better or at least as an advantage to reusing licensed music. Except for the circumstances when you use the trending music and you might actually jump the wagon and be part of the trend that is pulling you a little bit. But that's usually short lived. So these are my thoughts around that. Mm, I still posted three videos, three short videos today uh, with the standard format, not messing around. So a nice quote, nice video, nice music, keeping it fairly short. And we'll see if that starts picking up back again. It might be coincidence and it was a quiet time or I might get back on track. Although I was very tempted to do something different. I got back on track and only one of the three videos is slightly longer because the quote was longer and I didn't want to display the text in two fast chunks. So it's unreadable. But again, I treat it as a kind of experiment for longer quotes. If if that works, then I might do like two short quotes and one long quote. But for now, my channel is mostly built on on shorts. And there are only a couple of video updates that you are more than welcome to view on the Blunt Force Healing uh, channel in on YouTube. Uh, all three videos, I think, well, the first video is only me, but three other videos are featuring my lovely son that has his own channel, Cross and the Gamer. And we did that collaboration three times already, and we will probably do a lot of collaborations together in different disciplines and areas as well. So this is the update for today. Uh, I'll be wrapping up. It's almost 24 minutes. Uh, thank you very much for coming. We are approaching midnight. So I hope this brought some value to you or some insights and you might be able to use it. If not, I am sorry. And I hope uh, the next tomorrow's article and podcast episode 
will be more interesting to you in particular. Have a great rest of the day, afternoon, and or night, depending on where you are in the world. And I hope to talk to you tomorrow. Thank mm-hmm. you.